And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, February 21st, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions or maybe adapt to some big game plan that you are trying to execute or maybe just a milestone in your life, whatever it is, something that touches your financial life and you want a little bit of assistance or coaching, encouragement, dare I say, go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Do let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. While you're there, check out all of our free content. The blog is there the free weekly newsletter and resources. But if you've got a few bucks to spend, there is my book, The Great Money Reset, which is out in paperback. And this is a book that really is inspired by conversations with you. All of you who have called in, talked to us, walked us through how you made financial choices in your life. I adapted that and just made these very specific steps where you can turn chaos into opportunity. So that's what The Great Money Reset is all about. You can also subscribe to our service, Jill on Money Live. This is where for $35, you have access to quarterly live webinars. Next one's in March with my buddy, Cal Newport. It's just going to be a great evening because this is the guy who kind of writes books about productivity, how to focus your work. I know all of you crazy type A's that are part of our community, you're going to love it. And some of the other people who may not even consider themselves type A's, it's just how to be a little bit more in balance with your work and your life. And I love Cal for that. If you want to join us, you must be part of Jill on Money Live. Again, 35 bucks for a year quarterly live webinars, and lots of special bonus video content. All right, enough of that. Let's get on to the matter at hand. Today, we're joined by Christina, who's from the Pacific Northwest, the great state of Washington. Hello, Christina. What's going on? How can we help you out? Well, thanks so much for having me, and I love listening to your show. So my husband and I, uh, just last week, um, we had a death in the family, and we never saw it coming. But my husband has, he found out that he literally just inherited a house 
for $350,000. Oh and there is a savings account and a brokerage account that basically has $649,000 in it. Wait, what? He knew nothing about this? He knew nothing about it. And his mom, he's had a very volatile relationship. And she kept saying she was giving it all to the Humane Society. <laughs> but he's an only child. And literally at the end of the day, he has inherited everything and they have no mortgage. So the home is free and clear and a massive bank account. So we don't know like what the inheritance taxes are going to be. And it's just so overwhelming. My goodness. That's crazy though. All right. Well, so, but um, she did the right thing at the end of the day and he has been notified because she did have a will, right? Yes. Okay, so there's 650 grand in savings and brokerage and a inherited house free and clear 350,000. Is is this a house near you guys? Do you want to keep this house? Do you want to sell this house? Like what happens here? So it's a house in Texas and we have decided that we want to renovate it and rent it out mm-hmm. until we're ready to retire. And then would you re- maybe retire there? Yeah, we oh. love this house. It's oh. That's kind of cool. Oh, I like that. Okay. So how much do you need to, well, I mean, I know it's early days. What's your guess as to what you would need to renovate it in in a way that, you know, you'd be happy with, not just to like patch it up for rental, but to to really do something with this? We're thinking we're going to put about 50,000 into it from what he's inherited from the savings. Okay. Tell us about you guys, like two weeks ago before any of this was happening, what was going on in your financial lives? How old are you? Do you have kids? What's going on? So it's kind of crazy because I thought for sure we would have to work for the rest of our lives. Um, I'm 47. My husband's 55. Mm -hmm. Um, He makes 170,000 a year. Um, He bonuses between 20 and 30,000 a year, but he only has um, 261,000 in his retirement currently. Mm -hmm. And it's a regular retirement, not a Roth. Okay. And then I make 67,000 and I have about 80,000 in a 401k and I have 16,000 in a Roth and we have $90,000 in savings. We have 23,000 in a brokerage account and then we own a house in Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, the house you live in. Yeah, uh-huh. currently. Uh-huh. And that's valued at 850,000 and we owe um, 460000 at a 2.875 oh interest rate. Oh, my God. Okay. Do not make extra payments on that. Thank you, Jill. So my husband out. wants to take his inheritance no, and pay no, the house. No, no, Listen to me, Christina's husband. Absolutely not. I'll do that in a second. You, so you got a bunch of money in savings. You got the brokerage. You guys have kids? No kids, just a dog. What kind of dog? Uh, King Charles Cavalier Spaniel. <gasps> So sweet. I love those dogs. I always think Elizabeth of um, Sex in the City. Elizabeth Taylor from yes! Sex in the City. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So you guys though are living fine. Like you're, you're, you don't have any debt besides the mortgage? No, we okay. pay everything off monthly. Okay. What do you suspect if you had to like really look at this? What do you think you spend on a monthly basis? What's your guess? Probably about 7000 Okay. And neither of you will be entitled to a pension? No, unfortunately okay. That's not. okay. That's okay. So um, he makes 170, 20 to 30 grand. You make 67. You're both putting money into retirement. But like how much are you putting away right now? So I put about 24 
uh, percent mm. away wow. every paycheck. And then my husband um, has started maxing out and adding additional because we used to live abroad for eight years. Mm. So we didn't do anything with retirement while we were abroad. Well, my husband has one hundred and thirty five thousand in a UK retirement account. How do you get that? Good question. That's what I say, too. So I think he needs to just kiss that goodbye because it's going to be a hassle. Uh, I don't want to. That's like a lot of money to kiss goodbye. <laughs> I'm not ready to give it up. Listen, there could be a penalty to get it out or there might be some process, but I, I can't imagine you'd have to like kiss it goodbye. It's earned. It's his money. Right now, it seems like you're saving a lot of money because you're putting money into retirement, both of you, and you have that savings account. So are you also putting money in savings every month? So we try, but lately we've been, we love vacations and we've been spending a lot on vacations. So we haven't really been able to add much to the savings. It's just kind of sat at 90,000. Right. There's nothing wrong with it. Don't worry. Cause there's a million dollars just landed in your lap. Oh um, my God. I know. Crazy. Right. How do you manage the brokerage account? Like, are you doing this yourself or is there somebody who's helping you out? What do you do? No, myself. Are you using exchange traded funds or mutual funds? Are you using individual stocks? What are you doing? See, I knew you were going to ask that. Mm. But I actually, I, I'm a big dividend um, stock buyer. So mm. I just look at what pays good dividends mm. and kind of just throw money at that. I don't really know what I'm doing. You don't know what you're like, doing. So I just, they don't thought I, do I just go to work. Between you and your husband, you don't know what you're doing with a dividend stock buying and he wants to pay off the uh, mortgage. So forget yes, about I that. Yes, I know. We're a hot mess. Uh-huh. But you don't, okay, the real reason, let me just be clear about the house thing. The mortgage yeah. is so cheap right now that there's no reason to pay any extra on it because your money will work harder for you, not paying off the mortgage. Also, you're going to sell this house. Like, I don't know if it's going to be in 10 years or 12 years or eight years, but if you know you're going to sell a house, you never make extra payments. That's the real dummy move because then, you know, you're, you're kind of wasting the ability to have access to your money. So don't do that. Absolutely do not do that. So I can, your husband can call me, I get him, we can like run the numbers <laughs> with him. So if you don't do that and you're using, let's say seven grand a month for your basics, but also maybe more because you take nice vacations, right? But you're never going into debt. So you're already supporting yourself fine. So, you know, the way the taxation works, um, she died in Texas, right? Yes. Okay. So the way that taxation works upon death is, First of all, there will be no inheritance tax. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to have an inheritance tax. Although, let me let me double check that. So, because I sometimes like states have weird. I bet the Texas does Texas death tax. Let's see what we got here. Everything it does not have an estate. Okay, thank you very much. Texas does not have a state a state tax or inheritance tax. So that's good. Okay, that's number one. Number two. You're under the federal guideline for her. So no tax due. Now, what happens for the house and the brokerage account, this is very important that you keep track of this, is that you will get what is called a step up in cost basis. What does that mean? It means that you should have somebody, a, a realtor there, do what is called a date of death valuation of the house. Cause you said it's worth about 350,000. That is now sort of the beginning of your cost basis in the house. Just in case you wanted to sell it. Like if for some reason we go through this whole process and you're like, eh, screw it. We're staying in Washington because we love it. We're not going to, we're just going to sell Texas. 
you want to make sure that there is a date of death valuation that is on paper somewhere that says, we inherited the house. It was worth three fifty. If we sell it for five fifty, there's two hundred thousand dollars of gain versus what she paid for it. If you don't keep the record, so you know you get a date of death step up in valuation. The same goes for the investment account. Okay, so the savings and the investing. If she let's just make it this up, like let's say she died on February first of twenty twenty four. Whatever the date of the stocks and the bonds and the mutual funds, whatever's in that brokerage account, close of day, that day, February 1st, that will be the cost basis that you will use when you think about buying and selling stocks in the future. This brokerage account is held where? Is there an actual broker with this account or not? Yes. Um, it's a Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that brokerage account is going to be put in your names or your your husband's name, right? It's going to be retitled from mom's account to husband's account. When it gets retitled, that will absolutely mean that this broker has to make sure that the cost basis that's entered into their system is the date of death valuation of the account. This is a pain in the neck. Do you have a lawyer? Yeah. Well, we have a lawyer, an estate lawyer, right? We don't have a regular no, lawyer. No, that's but... good. An estate lawyer. Yeah. Because yes. you're going to have to file an estate tax return for mom. It doesn't mean that there's any tax due, but it's like the IRS has to know that there's an estate tax f- uh, that is like basically that you file it and say, we're underneath the limit. We don't owe you any money. So you should make sure that your estate attorney handles. And if they can't handle the Texas filing, you'll get a lawyer there. But you need to make sure that you file an estate tax return because she's the second death. Was she was she was married to your husband's father or um, stepfather? Stepfather. Hmm, interesting. This is the, the plot thickens. My goodness. OK, well, you need to have a lawyer involved just to help you with that. Someone's going to have to file an estate tax return. It may be that the, the that there's somebody in Texas that can help you out. Don't alienate our Wells Fargo broker till all these details are attended to. Maybe this person's good, maybe not, but it may be that you want to use somebody closer to you to help you with your own planning. And that was going to be my next suggestion, which is you've just got a million bucks thrown in your lap. That's a lot. And so maybe this is a moment where we sort of take a breath and say, okay, I'm going to actually talk to a financial planner, get somebody who is a fiduciary, who's going to make sure like a certified financial planner who can help me plan how I can use this money. Because as you just said, your whole retirement plan just became accelerated. You are going to be just fine. You now have the ability to really contemplate something different. But I think with a planner, what will happen is that person can lay out what some of the options are. They may say, hey, you know, you could be done in eight years. And you might say, well, I'm not, I'm not ready to be done in eight years. I want to do it differently. But you'll see different options based on the money you have, the plan to move to Texas, the renovation. You know, if all of a sudden the renovation is you're like, oh, I didn't spend 50, I spent 150, then, you know, maybe your options shift and maybe you want to do that. And maybe it's perfectly reasonable. But I think without running the numbers, 
it'll be impossible for you to determine that on your own. Right. No, I really appreciate it. Like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Do you feel like overwhelmed? I know. But you know, it's, it's such a weird thing. I know. It, and, literally, we're, we're still in, you're right. We're still in shock. We can't believe it. Yeah. And, and it's, it's also weird sometimes where I've been involved in these kinds of situations where people are like, oh, I didn't really have a great relationship with my person, this person who left me this money. And uh, I never forget this. My, my mom's, one of my mom's best friends left her a lot of money out of the blue. Same thing. But he had like abandoned the family. Then he drops dead. He leaves her a bunch of money. Okay. So she kind of hates him. On some level, she really hated her father. She goes, I feel so conflicted. I'll never forget. I, I was little when this happened. When my father said, get over it. He just left you a million dollars. I know. <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh my God. So I think it's time to get a planner. You can go to, you know, ask for a, if you have some friends who are, you know, maybe um, can help you out, or if you're an estate attorney can help you out and give you a name or two and just like work with someone who can do a plan, doesn't want to sell you stuff. Don't buy in and don't go to an insurance person. You want somebody who will do an actual financial plan. And is even if, by the way, if you just had to pay to do that, just to say like, I want this nice and clean. Can you do a plan for me? I'm not promising you that you're going to get the money. I'll pay you for your time. All those things are really important so that they don't, they're going to be like, there are some brokers and insurance salespeople who are going to look at you guys and be like a million bucks. Let me rub my fingers together. And then there's another 300 in retirement assets. And oh my God. And you know what? You don't need that right now. What you do need is someone to lay out different options and different ideas for you in how to proceed. No products, no insurance products, no bars, no investing, no, uh, oh, well, you know what? I, you're, my friend just opened up a, an Etsy store. I'm good. No, nothing like that. Christina, I hope that helps. If you've got follow-up after you do that plan and you want us to help weigh in on that, we're happy to do that. So let us know if we can help you out, all right? Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate the both of you. <sighs> it's a very strange thing. It's, a, it's, it's also... Um, you know, it's kind of emotionally complicated, but hey, take the money, change your whole retirement plan. It's something else. So if anything has happened, these big, weird milestone events, inheritance, a death or divorce or a birth, anything like that, new jobs, all that kind of stuff really does conjure up planning and you need some, some ideas about how to proceed, give us a holler, go to jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. Do let us know if you would like to join us on the air live. And you can subscribe to this show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. And of course, please lift someone up. You never know when someone needs a little lift. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 